0: Hey everybody, today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, a basketball-themed board game only available at Hoopsters.store. I like playing board games because it gives me a chance to connect with my kids or my friends, and for me, the best games are a lot of fun, but they're easy to learn, right? I don't like checking the rules on the inside of the box lid every other move. Great games require some strategy, but also a little bit of luck, and They don't take forever to complete a game. I'm not a fan of those five-hour Monopoly sessions. So I can tell you firsthand that Hoopsters is all of these things. You can play a quick game in 15 minutes or longer one in 30. It brings all of the thrill of basketball together with the strategy of backgammon. And I just can't tell you enough about how much fun it is. Each set is handcrafted here in Central Ohio. So head to hoopsters.store, and if there aren't any sets available, you can drop in your email address, and we'll let you know as soon as we have some more. That's hoopsters.store. Now on to the show. In three, two, one, cue coach.
1: The Saints have got a legit gripe as they're going to watch L.A. from home as they head to the Super Bowl. And we were singing "Dream
2: Weaver" a lot on Sunday night.
0: Plus, we catch up on NFL head coaching vacancies. We're bringing back the big bucket of cards and we're going to dive into officiating trivia. All this and more medium level sports talk, everybody. This is Sports Wednesday. Fantastic work as always, Meister. That was fantastic.
1: Well done. Two Fantastics? Two
0: Fantastics. I'm Mr. Fantastic. And a well done? And a well done. All right, everybody, welcome to Sports Wednesday, sports talk for the medium fan. That means we kind of know the big storylines, but some of the details we're likely to get wrong. Let's find out who's on this show.
1: Noise.
0: All right, this guy is a pretty cool cat. He knows how to work in a hat. Headed downtown to get a tat. The smiling face of David Blatt,
1: oh. basketball legend
0: Matt Longley. How are you, Coach?
1: I'm doing good. That it always circles back to David Blatt. It does. David Blatt. It always.
0: You're the one that got a David Blatt tramp stamp on your on your back.
1: Oh God! It's just him sitting. I still should still be coaching the Cavs. Alrighty. Oh, all right. This guy. This guy. He is a jack of all trades. He grinds on the guitar and he plays soccer as long as he doesn't rip his calf from his bone. This is the maestro. Ooh, still limping. <laughs> I know that's just awful.
0: If you're lucky. You're lucky you can't get uh, injured playing guitar like you can soccer.
2: True, Dad. Find a way. In my late forties, I'll find a way. So this is a guy who likes to put on Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon and eat a whole bag of orange jellies oh. <laughs> and circus peanuts.
1: It's the BMOC, oh. big man on campus.
2: And you just described my
0: ideal date.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> oh, it's been my absolute nightmare.
2: How you doing, BMOC?
0: Uh, I'm hanging in. You guys know I'm still recovering from this surgery. And, uh, you know, I don't know. After, after I talk for a while, I just... Uh, Not going to be so verbose this week, I don't think.
1: (laughs) So, would you describe yourself as injured or playing hurt? Playing hurt. Playing hurt. Playing hurt. Like, I just
0: iced my jaw for for the last 30 minutes, so so I'm doing okay. But, like, my hot takes are going to be like,
1: sucks. Cool. That's okay. I like it,
0: folks. Well, before we get into it, let me uh, tell you, you can follow this show on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sports Singular Wednesday, and also on Instagram, where we have been lighting it up with content at Sports Wednesday. How How many followers do we have there, Maestro?
2: We're at 109.
0: 109. So this past week, we all committed to one piece of content a day. That's three pieces a day, and we gained 10 followers.
2: It's it's impressive I think there was what 23 24 posts this week
0: that was fantastic which
2: is an all-time high for us
0: and I gotta say oh, I, awesome. I enjoyed that's them all I there was not one that I was like oh man coach is really reaching <laughs>
1: <laughs> I spent a lot of time thinking about it. That's what I enjoyed about this. Yeah. So
0: let's uh, let's try and keep it up. Let's go another week there. Uh, now we, we we did have a little challenge here on whose posts got the most likes, and I did add that up. If you guys would like to know the results.
2: Ooh, that, that includes Ooh, likes. I, it was it likes and comments? I thought wasn't it?
0: Yep. Maestro mm-hmm. had a solid fifty-seven engagements. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, coach. 61 engagements. That's cool. And me? Cool. 2327. <laughs> Those numbers are all bogus. I didn't actually add it up, but
2: well, I know let's that, make, it a, it's a let's lot make it a
0: two-week challenge, shall we? All
2: right. I like it. Well, yeah, because I, I was gonna say I think I think uh, coach had like fifty four on one.
0: Yeah, on that Burt Reynolds, that. Reynolds post was brilliant. Man, he posted Burt Reynolds in his mean machine outfit in and, and Man, the internet just embraced it. God, they loved yeah, it. Although I
2: gotta say, a lot of the people that liked it looked like they were middle school students at uh,
1: <laughs> uh at coach's <laughs> school. So I'm a little bit ah, uh, I know nothing about that. The kids
0: come in and you want
1: an A. Yeah, like my the picture. The kids come
0: in and sit down, and on the board it says, "Okay, pre-writing." Like coach's picture.
1: <laughs> Very good.
0: Well, that's some exciting stuff happening on our social media channels. Everybody, give them a follow. It's uh. Doesn't cost you nothing. It's free. That's right. Well, let's get into the episode. Now, the episode's got two parts the morning commute, the uh, evening commute. We try and keep them each around 23 minutes. That's the average commute here in America. Let's start with the morning commute, maestro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm, Here in my car, Gary Newman. Mmm, That was tasty. Very good. Well,
0: uh, this past weekend, the big story was obviously the AFC and NFC championship games, the LA Rams and the New England Tom Brady's heading to the Super Bowl. Uh, Let's talk quickly. Let's start with the NFC game, which was the Saints. This was the early game, the Saints against the Rams. A great game to watch.
1: Mm. Oh, Mm -hmm. really enjoyable.
0: Uh, and uh, and the Saints got totally jobbed.
1: <laughs> oh, so so I watched that game. I gotta say, I was I was doing something, so I was watching the game, jumping back and forth, and the play like, so the whole play, the controversial, uh, um, no call pass interference play, yeah. yeah so I I caught caught it after, like I did not see it when it happened. So like I, they kept talking about this controversial play and I'm like, okay, there were a lot of pass interference calls that were close. Like I, 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 in that game, there were two or three that I thought one, they were letting a play. And then one was ticky tack. So I'm like, okay, fine. But when I saw it, (laughs) saw what actually happened, I was like, holy shit. That was a huge, huge no call. I mean, especially at the timing of the game. Yeah, I'll tell you what,
0: in, um, I watched it live, and in real time, I was like, huh, that, that looked like interference. But now that you see it in super slow-mo from every angle, it's like everybody in the stadium except for the seven officials saw, Yeah, right? The Rams cornerback basically just blew up the Saints receiver while the ball was in the air. Uh, had he gotten that call or had he made that catch, the Saints could have then probably run the ball three times to try and get it in the end zone and run down the clock and then kick a field goal if they didn't score
1: the touchdown.
0: Uh, completely changed the tenor of the game that they didn't get that call.
1: Yeah. And, and, and the funny thing is that that cornerback for the Rams did exactly what they're, I mean, this it's called, it's, I don't, I don't know if other teams call it different things, but it's almost like the Armageddon rule. When you think you're beat and you think it's an easy touchdown, and you, you interfere yeah. because you at least stop the touch. Yeah. And you
2: know, he, he, that same guy, I'm pretty sure is the same guy did it like two series prior to that against Teddy. Ginn. I don't know if you guys saw where, did you watch that yeah. mm-hmm. he did yeah. the same thing there? I he, saw that. And they, it was a no call on that one too, which was surprising. It would have well, given them a first down.
0: I would, I will say it seemed like in this game, the refs were letting them play in the secondary. They were letting a lot of hand fighting go. And, um, You know, but I I don't know. This was just a total blow up.
1: I just just felt like they were like like what you were saying. Like in other games, they would have called that pass interference. And in this game, they weren't. I was really confused. Like there was no consistency. It's like watching a basketball game and you can tell, like, okay, they're letting the guys play. And it's a rough game all the way through. But you can spot inconsistent. I mean, it was really inconsistent. I didn't know what what their logic was. That one was just. He must have been watching. All I can think of is the ref got caught up in the game and was all of them. All of them were watching the
0: game. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to find like some some something today online that showed me where the refs were positioned for that play, but I couldn't find anything. But and, and coach, I know that you just hail the NFL's officiating as the gold standard of officials uh, oh, this season. God, I, and, and I hate to yeah, say, it's usually just, there's a bad call, right? And and you hate to say, oh well, it changed the whole game. Coming where this one did, it really did. You know, usually it's a bad call; it'll, it'll oh. balance out. There'll be a bad call the other way.
1: No, this is was at a absolutely the most pivotal part of the game. Yep. Like you said, they get this, they run the clock out, they kick the the, the field goal. It's over. Yeah, they're they're going to the Super Bowl.
0: The Super Bowl. So, yes, Drew Brees said uh, after the game he is planning on coming back for a 19th year and taking another run at it
2: tell you what, Oof. third time's a charm. I mean, they got they had a heartbreaker last year, too. They sure did. They absolutely did. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Thanks. And, and Meister, I got to say I'm surprised you didn't want to talk about uh, Zerline's 57-yard field goal because you're always, you're always pro kicker, and that was a hell of a kick.
2: God, see. that was oh a gosh, sweet kick. It could have been a 70-yarder. He yeah. crushed it. All right. Dude, that guy, guy had a great game. It like- yeah, it looked like it was moving around in the air. It was crazy. Yep. I wonder too. I mean, jumping back to the AFC. Do you think you know if Brady wins this year, is he coming nope. back, or if, if he loses,
1: oh, yeah. coming back? He's coming back regardless.
2: Because I feel like, well, I shouldn't say. I, I, it seems like the team had a little bit of, well, I don't know. Well, let's let's they talk have about some that discourse. game. There's I mean, some discord, but, yeah.
0: This yeah. all year long, ever been saying this this Patriots team is not like the great Patriots teams of the past. But I'll tell you, in these two playoff games, they look pretty damn good.
1: Jesus, they look good. But they but but honestly they weren't. They looked they were vulnerable. But like I gotta tell you, it's almost the Golden State uh fatigue thing. You know, Golden State during the regular season, like they look like such like sometimes they're like, oh, what's wrong with Golden State? And I think they've been saying it about New England for years. This is a team that in the past 17 years that Tom Brady has been their quarterback. They've made the AFC champion or they've made the Super Bowl nine times. Nine times. And, and so you would get a little fatigue in game six when you're like, I don't care about playing the Miami Dolphins. Yeah.
2: You yeah. know,
1: I, I could see that. Yeah. I know that they say every day is another game, but like, no, when you play nine Super Bowls and they're guys that never get there in, in their, their careers, it's way well, different. Yeah. When
0: you're in nine Super Bowls. You're kind of like, yeah, you have losses in the regular season. It's not the end of and the world. Could, and it's okay.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, you can absolutely. That's a great way to put it. You can yeah. absolutely handle even losing two games yes. in a row. Yep.
2: Did you see there was a stat? I think they flashed up on there about uh, the comparison of the the New England Patriots versus the um, that team they were playing. What were they playing again? Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, it was like thirty-six to zero of players with uh, playoff championship. Right. Oh yes.
0: <laughs> they have the Pats have been in like the past eight. AFC Championship games, if I'm not mistaken. But
2: they've had a lot of turnover too. They yeah. It's just, yeah. It's
1: just that Belichick brings in guys that know their shit. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. and and he and they and they tow the line yeah. like because and if you don't, you're gone. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and I'll tell you what, I mean Brady's a, a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but but that system that they have really works, right? And they're very patient. Yeah. And they're like, we're just we're gonna work it till we get a Gronk one on one then we like it and we're going to, oh. and they always hit it. Right. And so I think you knew Kansas city came back and tied the game, you know, with eight seconds left. And so went to overtime and you knew when the Patriots won that flip
2: it's, that it was over. It's over. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you what though. I mean, they had how many third and tens? Oh man. And they kept converting the whole game. I would have put six guys on
1: Edelman. I know. I mean, you know it was going either him <laughs> or Gronk. Yeah, I know. I know, Edelman, but Edelman. He'd, have, he'd have found somebody else. And I'll right. tell
0: you what, Edelman—he uh, he took some hits making those catches.
1: How does that? But, how I mean, does that chin band stay on with that big beard? With a big fluffy beard, <laughs> I, and I got—I got to say this too: two things. One, how about the guy that was offside that would have ended the game? Yeah, absolutely. That the, the 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 tipped pass—I yeah. was like, oh my god. I mean, no one knows his name right now, which is that's great right. I, for his sake. I hope nobody remembers his game name. game ending interception um,
0: canceled on an encroachment. Now I'll tell you what, it was not a close. I, as a former line judge, oh, I had to call that right. I mean, he was, he, he was, was a full half a foot in.
1: And I got to tell you the dude that's playing way out, right. Yeah. They always tell the guy way out, right. Yeah. He's got to look down the line. He's supposed to tell him he's got to look at that and say, Hey, Dick bag, get back. Yeah. We can win this game. Yeah.
2: I'll tell you what, I I kind of blame coach for for Chiefs losing. I mean, he sent me a text said Chiefs win, and I was like, what? And I you know then I look and there's what a minute or so left, and the next thing you know, you guys are texting. Uh oh, whoa, yeah. yeah, whoa.
1: I know coach's
0: faith wavers, but I think in the end it always comes back to Brady.
1: It always does. So, well and. I, I, my
0: yeah my last note on this was was New England won the the line on both sides of the ball the, the Chiefs had the number 1 team in the AFC for sacks did not have a single sack part of that's a testament to Brady getting the ball out quickly but part of it was they they had his back and he, and he did uh you know I think that was a difference.
2: well and they came out swinging i mean they got that nice lead it was like watching a, like a boxing match with like this old crusty yeah. veteran and he gets a couple big hits in He knows he's, I got to come out quick. I got to get him. I got to, I got to bruise him up. I know he's going to come back and get me. And then it
1: kind of dug in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That opening drive, like eight and a half minutes, drive down, score a touchdown. You can't script it better for the Pets.
1: No, they, they, they shorten the game and they get the lead. That's, that's such, such their MO. And and honestly, it's so exciting to watch.
2: Had they gotten that, you know, he, I mean, they they had a second drive there that ended in an interception. Had they gotten that touchdown?
1: Oh, from the one-yard line, yeah. Tommy throwing a pick. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, well. I, I don't want to get too much into the Super Bowl matchup. Uh, the Rams did open as slight favorites to, today, um, but we're going to talk about that a lot next week. But. Right. I, I was hoping. I was hoping for the Chiefs and the Rams because it's a lot of good contrast between the uniform colors. But uh,
1: yeah, where's where's nope.
0: the game? Who knows that? Who knows? That, that? Is it
1: in, it's in? That's in Atlanta. I was remember how right. I said that the college football playoff was in Atlanta, yeah. and it actually was in San, Fran, San Francisco. Yeah. Um, this one's in Atlanta. Okay, So They're playing the, uh, in a dome. Is the MLS uh, championship? Did they play it in that giant dome?
0: Heck yeah, seventy thousand oh, wow. fans. Really? Okay, so if you guys uh, right now, <laughs> and this 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 doesn't count uh, on our scoreboard, but right now you're looking at it. Who wins the Super Bowl?
1: Oh, Patriots! I think I think this is I I I'm scared to say, not scared to say, but Patriots have played a close Super Bowl, and every time they've won it and and they've played in, I think this one's a blowout. It's destiny. I know.
0: What do you think what Tom do you gets, think? I
1: love I love the contrast
2: of the coaching style. Mm. You know, you've got the yeah, the old guard and the new guard, but yeah. man, it's it's hard to go against Brady now. I mean, now that they've gotten to this is like his show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and considering the Rams are there because of a gift, it you know, like if they had played better in their game and were a little more impressive, yeah. I'd be more inclined to to pick them, but it's it's tough to pick against them. It really is. All right. So uh, that's the championship games. Uh, my last note, by the way, Tony Romo calling the AFC championship game oh. was amazing. He was he was calling every play, every key play before it happened. He's like, they're trying to isolate. Gark. They got it. Watch this. And then it would happen.
1: He deserves. I mean, he's getting a lot of respect, but he deserves yeah. it. Like he's he is a very good announcer. Is he allowed to do that? Absolutely. But yeah. see, some people were pissed off about that when he did it in the beginning. Because they thought, oh, he's – he's. some fans thought he was being too technical and, and and not enough, like, Don Meredith goofy guy or, you know – Dennis Miller. John Madden. Yeah, Dennis – oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, uh, Tony Kohnheiser. Um, yeah, but I think people realize, man, you get to listen to him and the way he breaks stuff down, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, was it
2: Jim Nance? Was that who he was with? Yeah,
1: yeah and I mean, they're a great team. Yeah, and- I like that team a lot. Uh,
2: there was a lot of, like, it almost sounded like he was doing the pay, play-by-play because he was so in the trenches with
1: this. So, he's good. He's really good. 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 He's good. He's good. All about right. time he's good at something. Whoa! Ooh. Ooh. A sizzle on Fat Tony. Nice job.
0: All right, guys. We're we're running long on the morning commute, so we're going to cruise through some of these things. Let's talk about why we love the Pro Bowl so much, and that's all we're going to talk about for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Okay. okay, that's not happening, okay. Coach. We're gonna we're <laughs> gonna touch base on some of these NFL head coaching positions. This is something we had queued up uh, last week, but we didn't have time for it. So, taking a look here before before we get into it, let me see the recent f- hires. Packers hire Matt Lafleur. Uh, Matt Lafleur, he played Joey on Friends.
2: That's what I thought. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals hired Cliff Kingsbury because he was terrible at Texas tech and but good looking. And then
2: uh, he looks the pot. He puts the, he puts the playbook in his back of his pants. OC yeah. for a
0: mediocre USC season. Uh, he is a son of a uh, high school football coach, uh, Tom Kingsbury. I actually covered them at new Braunfels,
2: Texas. Boah, boah, you and your coverage. All right, boop, boop. Keep, keep going.
0: Bruce Arians, uh, Goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after being fired by the Cardinals. Everybody says he's a good coach. I just don't
2: see the, the He word. He
1: actually he actually retired. He did oh, not okay. get fired. Well, it's
2: funny that he's yeah. going to Florida because that's where his retirement home is.
1: Yeah. Whoa! Oh Ooh,
2: you got a lot of zingers dead. going on. Hey, you know what
1: tastes pretty good right now?
2: A zinger.
0: Maestro's on fire. The Browns promoted Freddie Kitchens, uh, who was their
1: oh, former,
0: former running backs coach. Hadn't called a regular season game until uh, Hugh Jackson got fired, and he was promoted to offensive coordinator. Uh, Denver Broncos hired Vic Fangio.
1: DC for, uh, for Chicago, right?
0: Uh, I'll, Defensive I'll coordinator. I, I thought he was a bad yeah. guy in Mario Kart. He is. And then uh, the Jets... Woo! The Jets saw that Adam Gase was 23 and 25 with the Dolphins, what? and they thought, I want me some of that.
1: Oh, give me some of that.
0: I have never That's seen a we're just giving up hire worse than I've seen the Jets hiring Adam Gase.
1: Oh, and you know, and and, and that was going to, I was going to talk about that, that he is one of their, I think it's the first time they've hired a coach with since they hired, uh, Oh, I'm blanking on him. The big Parcells. Since they since they hired Parcells, he's the first coach they've hired with uh, experience. Hmm. Everybody else they hire is usually like a young guy. A DC. But did you by chance see his uh, news conference? You had to have seen. I, I saw, his crazy eyes? Yes. The crazy eyes? <laughs> he is a weird looking dude. Yeah. Uh, all
0: right. So coach here, what, what trends are you seeing hiring that you think are good or bad? So so,
1: so, here's what I'm seeing and, and, and it's getting a lot of play and, and – uh, I just wanted to get your guys' take on this. You know, the whole play now is is who's going to hire the next Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's that's panned out quite well for Sean since he's going to his first Super Bowl. 32. But, you know, 30, he's going to be – yeah, he's 32 years old. So everybody wants to make sure that they either A, don't let go of the next Sean McVay, or they want to find that diamond in the rough that is Sean McVay. Yeah. So you see some of these guys, like there's some reaches in there, like – even though I love Freddie Kitchens yeah. and I think he's gonna do great at Cleveland, this is a guy like you said that that really hadn't been an even an offensive coordinator except for five games. Yep. And then Kingsbury, like so is this a good thing? Like, yeah. or are we just being crusty old men? Or is that what people are saying? Like, no, you got to hire the old guy. Or is this, are people going way overboard?
0: I, I like the youth movement, but I don't see a clear philosophy behind it. I mean, Kingsbury, when he was a quarterback at Texas tech was a system quarterback. So he had great numbers. And if he can, if, if what they're interested in is an offense that dumps these little slants and, and outs.
1: It, and he can run and, that. Yeah, yeah. He
0: can do that. Great. Um, but that's not what Sean McVay does. You know? No. um Freddy, it, 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 Freddy Kitchens, let's just let me get this out of the way. Doesn't Freddy Kitchens sound like a minor character on The Soprano? Killing to me. It's like taking out the garbage. I don't like doing it,
2: but it's got to be done. <laughs> yeah, it's <is> Freddy Kitchens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, you know, he, he 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 whacks guys in the kitchen. That's his thing. That's his That's thing how he character.
1: does yeah. it. Or he uses a kitchen utensil <laughs> yeah. to kill guys. Uh yeah. Or maybe he's a little—he's
2: a little big in the middle. To be a little big he's, in
1: the middle. He's—he's he's a little big in the middle.
2: Yeah. Have you tried? Have you tried Freddie Freddie's uh, ziti. Oh, it's delicious.
0: So, yeah, I—I I mean, I—I I, what I think is more people are willing to roll the dice because the Rams rolled the dice on Sean McVay and it's turned out.
1: But but look at like this guy that uh, Green Bay hired, mm-hmm. and so they have they have a absolute Lamborghini in. Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. and they hire this guy, Matt Mm LaFleur. Now, he was the offensive coordinator for Tennessee, and I'm sorry, Tennessee's offense didn't wow me. Like, where are they seeing this? Like, are these guys walking into these interviews and must just, one, be really good looking, dazzle them with their smiles, and say all of these buzzwords that make these guys go, yeah, yeah, Yeah. he's the one. Yeah, I like him. He looks good in the uniform. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah.
0: I don't know. Like all
2: these, all these NFL teams are going to be uh, the fire festival.
1: Oh. oh, and 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 here is the flip side, though. But I am also anti. Just keep rehiring the everybody guys, that's always right. That's yeah. so boring. Like Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson was hired twice, uh-huh. and maybe he shouldn't even been hired once. But well, know, you know, I, I don't know. I No, I, one... you
2: bring up a good. You bring up a good point, Coach. Though it's like, I I almost like that they're picking these sort of new guys young guys because otherwise you know who wants to see romeo cronell cronell
1: adult- over and over and over, yeah. And over again yeah. yeah
2: so i mean in that respect it is kind of fresh but I yeah so don't, I, I mean i know what how it's going to turn out though nobody does no and it doesn't bother me it's just it's
1: just interesting yeah. i just thought want to hear your take no on no more that.
0: gruden you know no more uh, marv lewis no one's looking at him
1: <laughs> no no So bye bye marv
0: all right so here's your last uh, your last Question here, Coach. How many chances do you get before you're on the do not hire list?
1: Well, uh, my feeling on that is that you you should at least get two. You get one if it's your first time as a as a NFL coach. Mm-hmm. You sh- you don't do great, that's fine. You should get a second. That's that that's the Belichick rule because yeah, seems to have worked you know, out
0: for Belichick. Yeah,
1: it worked out well. A third time, you better have won in one of those two stops. But if you've lost twice, I'm sorry. You work your way back to an offensive coordinator and be a good coordinator, but making you a head coach again it'd be a stretch. And some of those that's guys my feeling. Not
2: really great coordinators, and they yeah probably, they probably realize after they're a head coach for a couple of years, they're like, man, this. Uh, this is
1: Hugh Jackson cool. probably would have been a great offensive coordinator if he had stayed there, but yeah, he should have stayed in his lane.
2: And you know, Romeo Crennel, <laughs> he's still a coordinator out there. He's like, I think he's the oldest uh, coordinator. I think he's like seventy-one or whatever. Is uh.
0: Is the Rams defensive coordinator Wayne Fonts?
2: It's Wade Wilson, is or not uh, uh No 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 it's um He used to coach this last Wayne Fonts, it's I thought no, it was it,
1: I thought it was No it's the big guy. He used to be the defensive coordinator for the for Dallas, was isn't he? Wade. Uh wait uh, it's not Wade Wilson, it's uh Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips, Wade yeah,
0: Phillips. Yeah. There we go. And he
1: was he was a head coach for a while. Oh yeah, he had some that. success. Yeah, he had success. Another guy that was retreaded twice.
0: And uh, that guy looks just like Newt Gingrich, right? That's not just yeah. me.
1: Oh yeah, wait It's Newt. He's Newt's brother. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Well, that's the uh, right. the coaching carousel. Join us next week for our right. Super Bowl breakdown. I'm sure we're going to dedicate the whole show to it. But right now, what we're going to do is the fun spot.
2: The f- fun spot. This needs a. Uh, this needs a.
1: Uh, Get some music needs a jingle i don't have a jingle yeah. all right make one up all, all right let's hit
0: one the, one. let's hear the let's hear the jingle
1: hey let me just put it this way if it's anything even half as good as d3 football mascots i can't wait is that a is that a hint like you want to hear that of course fun spot. <laughs> <laughs> That was well done. Oh, man.
2: The Big Bucket
1: of Cards. All right, the fun
0: spot this week, we're going to bring back the Big Bucket of Cards. We haven't done it in a long time, probably because it's never worked, but we're going to give it another roll. <laughs> the Big Bucket of Cards. We've got a bucket of various sports cards, and we're going to pull a player out, and we're going to learn a bit about that player. We're going to try and get him or her on the show. Uh, and so far, we are batting a cool zero, oh, zero, for- 0 Who was the last guy? Who was the Bears player? that maestro pick last.
2: Ooh, I probably have him sitting here.
0: Nobody can remember his name.
2: Remember.
0: Oh, that's so sad he was from the early seventies. Yes. So other than, uh, All right. Bonzi Wells, who technically did call us and leave a voicemail. Uh, we are, we are batting zero, zero, zero coach. You Bob, Bob Asher. Thank you. The basher, Bob Asher.
1: The basher.
0: All right, coach. Uh, you have All the right. bucket of cards. Is that correct?
1: Yes, I do, and I'm I'm wrestling through. Is them this right a now. mix
0: a mix of sports?
1: This one might there is some, but it, I think it's primarily football.
0: All right, very good. We're going to do some football cards. Baseball. Let's do this, everybody! Little drum roll.
1: All right, I have one. Nope, <laughs> not a player. <laughs>
2: do it again. Here we go.
1: Yes. Okay, I have it It is Oh, it's a special card And his name is Come on, I can't read Because I'm blind It's Wait, what's his first name? It's Conway Conway,
0: Conway Twitty? Twitty.
1: <laughs> no No, it's You, you it's, know, Coach just this, this
0: segment's not supposed to be this hard Why don't you pick a different card? <laughs>
1: Sorry, Conway, we're not looking for him. <laughs> Dang it. All right, I got one. Oh, it's a Pittsburgh Steeler. All right. Stillers. And he's a well known one. Hardy Nickerson.
2: <gasps> Linebacker, right? 54? Oh, yeah. Hardy
1: Nickerson.
0: Hardy Nickerson. Born September 1st, oh. 1965. Listen, Compton, California.
1: Wow. Wow, that's right.
0: Yeah. Hardy Nickerson was –
1: And he went to Cal.
0: He was a fifth-round draft choice with uh, pick number 122.
1: So this is his 1991 card. He had 94 tackles, one sack, one – and that's it hardy a nice, nice season.
0: All right, so we're going to be chasing Hardy Nickerson See, uh, over the next few weeks if we can get him on the show. Uh, we'll have Oof. to come up with some good questions for him, although it does look here. It says he went to that Verbum Day High School. That's a really uh, private school there in Los Angeles, so I think he's been on a football track most of his career. Yeah. It says he's a coach now, though.
1: Oh, well, he might want to step in. Hardy Nickerson.
0: So he spent most of his career with the Buccaneers, and then he was a color analyst on the Buccaneers radio
1: network. How many years did he play? He must have.
0: He played Um, 16 seasons. Wow. 16 seasons.
2: At linebacker? Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. And me.
0: then he was a uh, linebacker's coach for the Bears under Lovey Smith. And then it says here in 2010, he coached high school. And then what do we see? The last time here. He was defensive coordinator at the University of Illinois in 2016. And well, that he, was Lovey too. Yeah. It, All right. And he he resigned, uh, he resigned last year citing health reasons.
1: Oh, oh. That other player was Curtis Conway. Curtis Conway, <laughs> longtime bear, Curtis Conway.
0: Well, now
1: you just We'll go with heart.
0: Yeah, you, you can't you can't do that because you'd be
1: sorry, like, I should have done it. Now I've screwed awesome. everything And
0: up. right now, quite quite frankly, we, we get a lot of listens from Chicago. Curtis Conway's probably listening going, What happened to my spot? <laughs> we Coach can't read and I don't get to Damn. go on the show.
1: All I need <laughs> That's exactly how Curtis Conway would sound <laughs> That is how he sounds Alright everybody, uh,
0: before we get into that, uh, that Anything else for the morning commute, you guys We're really running along tonight we
1: are No, that's good. good, we're good All right, Punch it
0: Well, Let's just remind everybody that uh, Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Hoopsters The greatest basketball-themed board game you've never played Coach and I are trying to get it to market We're endeavoring, we're getting closer and closer each week We give a little update here on the show uh, Any update for you this week, Coach?
1: No, I'm just doing some uh, doing some shipping research. That's all I'm doing right yeah. now. Still?
0: You could say, Coach, you Come could on, be like... That's like, a, that's like two phone calls. You could be like, I'm stretching, and I'd be like, that's cool. I got a couple of yeah. hours booked on the laser tomorrow night, so I'm going to be trying to, to resolve those problems I had last time. Uh, for those of you listening, we're trying to laser cut the boards, and uh, I got one almost done last time, but it took an hour and 10 minutes, and so I'm trying to get that down to about 45 seconds.
1: Hey, uh, let's uh, talk after this. You tell me what time you're going. Maybe I'll go with you. All
0: right, sounds good. All right, so that's Hoopsters. Head to hoopsters.store, drop in your email address, and we'll let you know as soon as we got sets ready to sell. Woo! Hoopsters.store. Boop, boop, boop. All right, everybody, time for the evening commute.
1: Guitar sounds so. I was going to say you tonight. sound
0: really good tonight, Maestro. Really good. Also, I heard you playing your little maraca egg during the big bucket of cards. I want to say that was a nice touch.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, guys. There, there's a little bit of old data here on the show sheet. We're not going to recap the 2018 scoreboard, but it is time for a scoreboard <laughs> update
2: and now
0: it's time for your scoreboard update where we're tracking our locks of the week uh, coach did win in 2018 2019 just underway last week coach you you picked the Rams and you were all about them with three and a half points what what, what?
1: Hmm? no I I, I the, the I picked um yeah you yeah. Pick yeah I picked the rams <laughs> it was on <laughs> Instagram.
0: You made a video. It was, I'm made. just kidding. You made no, I, an animated video.
1: I'm sorry. I I had it completely in my head. I thought you were saying something else. No, I I picked the Rams plus three and a half and I crushed it. We, we're
0: just, not just even just we're, our, we're not even close to, my, to medium level sports talk tonight, guys.
2: <laughs> this for some context to our <laughs> listeners. Uh coach is a avid skateboarder, he skateboards with his son been all day there i think he may have fallen hit his head a couple times he hit his head a i couple might times. have he well do-
1: i i was trying to do two d- two things at once and that's a no-no for me so yeah. yes i did pick the rams and i oh i did well
0: yeah very good that was our money pick as well so uh rams came through maestro you uh you will did opposite. you really
2: do well though i mean do we want to talk about
1: that call again but Hey, so it worked out. Did it officially work out? It worked out. One, it of, the, the, you're right.
0: one of the two of you was going to do well because Maestro picked the the Saints minus three and a half. Uh, I took the it Chiefs. It was win win for me. I just thought, let me be the only person in America who thinks maybe Tom Brady's done. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it would have been super exciting to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. With that, I love their offense. Oh, I'd agree. Yeah, and against against the Rams or the Saints, it would have been a boat race, as Coach says.
2: Yes. I think Mahomes is he's kind of a one trick and
1: I you know, yeah. I think this, we'll, we'll this one
0: it. trick is being because awesome.
1: he's he's freaking awesome.
0: I know, but now the Patriots are gonna be in the Super Bowl, they're gonna do an eight minute drive to open the game and control the clock. <laughs> so so bored. Thank God. At least at least I know Super Bowl Sunday is pizza roll day at my house. Uh have some pizza rolls, some R C cole, some good stuff. So this is where we are. Coach, you are a perfect three for three in 2019 so far.
1: Oh, God damn. I'm a smart man.
0: Maestro's is right at your heels, one for three, and I have yet to get on the board, <laughs> oh for three. Uh, and then mm. we had some we had some problems with our locks this week. We talked about it before the show. And coach, explain to us how this is going to work.
1: Locks of the week. Okay, so we're not going to we're going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to pick a lot of games. Straight up, no line. Um, And what we're going to do? It's basically uh, you've got to pick one NBA game, one NCAA game, basketball, and then one NHL game. If you to get one point, you got to get at least two out of the three. So if you get two out of the three, you get your one point. Now here's the kicker, because I always love a kicker. If you get all three, you get your one point plus a bonus point. Plus
0: a bonus point.
1: Plus. Well, guys, that's a bonus point, everybody. You didn't see my text, did you? I did see the text. NHL is not playing this week. It's the All Star game. So, yeah. so, so wait, we'll wait, wait, we wait. throw the
2: All Star game prediction in there.
1: I like you,
0: it. You're, you're, yeah, that pick could either be the NHL All Star game or the Pro Bowl. Either one.
1: I'm in. Right. I love it. Ooh, Cause you guys boy. know I'm all about
0: the AFC winning the Pro Bowl.
1: Oh, I'm taking NFC. <laughs> Do we even know
2: the NHL, like who, what the two teams are?
0: Yes, there's the, um,
2: the one team and that the other team. Shirts
0: and skins.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh and and it's, it's the East and the West. That's easy. For your oh, they
1: Yeah.
0: For your NBA game, guys, if you could pick one that happens after the show airs, so
1: Wednesday <laughs> or later. Yes, Maestro. All
0: right. You want to do this draft style? Yeah. Alright. Alright, coach, NBA, NBA pick.
1: All right, I'm going to take a Friday night game. It is the Phoenix Suns at Denver. I'm taking Denver. Denver.
0: All right, Maestro.
2: NBA, I'm taking the Warriors over the Wizards on Thursday the 24th.
0: (laughs) You're crazy. Yeah. All right, then I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take the Rockets over the Knicks on Wednesday night.
1: Oh, that's easy money.
0: Okay, so now we're moving on to uh, NC. Wizards
2: will be the only ones that, that win. Is double
0: yeah, college basketball? NC college basketball.
2: College. All right, uh, BMOC, you go first.
0: Uh, I would go first, but I don't have a pick yet, so I'm going to oh, okay. go ahead and say you go, first. you go first there, Maestro. Uh,
2: my, the game I picked was, is uh, Virginia. I got a uh, brother-in-law that's got season tickets, so I was going to go a little homer on that one. They're playing Notre Dame on Saturday Whoa. the 26th. So I'm taking uh, Virginia over Notre Dame. All right, coach.
1: Okay, I am going to go Sunday game. I am going to go with Villanova over Seton Hall. Hmm. Who's the coach of Villanova? That is – Shit, I can't remember.
0: Dave the coach.
1: Dave. He's a good-looking man. I thought you had a thing for him too. No, I love Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens, that's right.
0: Okay, and uh, then I'm gonna go with a Friday game. I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna pick Michigan over Indiana.
1: What Indiana. Oh Oh, even looking at Michigan. Add Assembly Hall. Mmm. Ooh. Michigan. I gotta tell you guys, try
0: and remember your picks because my handwriting is is really I'm writing it down right now. Because I
1: know that. Yes. It's embarrassing. Okay.
0: All right, so your final pick is either the NHL All-Star Game or the Pro Bowl. And I'll go first. I'm taking the AFC in the Pro Bowl.
2: Nice. I'm going to go NHL. I'm going to take the Eastern
1: Conference. You would. I'm going to take NFC. All right. All right. This is exciting.
0: Wait, who did you you take, Maestro? East?
1: The East. (laughs) The East. And that hockey game they're playing. Oh, man,
0: Coach and I, we're going to be glued to our sets watching the uh-huh. Pro Bowl.
1: It's going to be riveting, compelling football.
0: Remember those couple of years for the Pro Bowl where like like two guys just drafted random teams?
1: Yeah, they still do that. Do they? I, I feel like maybe they don't. No,
0: I, no, because it could be a mix before. It was like yeah. Jerry Rice's team against...
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. They yeah. do that.
2: They do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm,
0: no, they, no,
1: they don't. Right. Somebody still drafts. I feel like the NHL still drafts. Yeah. Possible. Maybe.
0: Uh, you Maybe. know what, folks? Normally we tell you to go ahead and get a second mortgage and bank it on our locks of the week, but I'm not feeling so good about it this week. So uh, I'll tell you what. Take your winnings from last week's LA Rams over New Orleans and, and wager those, but leave the mortgage alone
2: this week. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm feeling okay. pretty good about the uh, Cavaliers over the Catholics.
1: Virginia won the Dame.
0: Meister likes to bring religion into it whenever he, he always can. does. God, he is a religion. He's so spiritual.
1: He's so spiritual. And I'm spiritual.
0: All right, everybody, that's locks of the week. That brings us to tri- tri- trivia. Tri- 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 trivia. 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 Trivia.
1: Ah, ah, ah. Hmm. Trivia. All right. I'll be so- honest.
2: I'll be honest, B-M-O-C, I didn't quite know what the hell you were asking, right. so I, I got something that's sort of we'll see. Penalty ish. It,
0: it, it's pretty wide, uh, pretty wide ranging. I just thought that blown call was such a big thing, and we've never done trivia that somehow involves a big penalty or officiating or something like that. So wide open, whatever you want. Uh, let's start with you, Maestro, and hear what, how you interpreted the
2: ask. Okay. Well, I think I I, I was kind of looking for officiating penalties that are were changing games, but then I felt well, everybody, you two are going to be looking for that as well, so. What I did, I kind of went down a rabbit hole with the NBA, um, and what I did. This is a two part. It's true false, and then uh, multiple choice. Okay. Oh, you guys. And you, guys probably already, you guys probably already know the answers to these, but it was it was new to me. So okay. Like I'm I'm ultra medium.
1: Uh, I don't know. We'll see.
2: All right. So the first part, true or false? Did you know that the NBA fines for technical fouls?
1: I did not know. I, did not, I did not know that.
0: How much did they find?
1: Well, that's the next part of the question. Oh, okay. Okay.
2: So, what do you think the fine is for a technical foul? $500? $1,000? $2,000? $3,000? Or five? 000. I'm
1: going to say it's two grand.
2: I'm going to say it's five grand.
1: You know what's funny?
2: is you both are right. And I'll tell you why.
1: Mm-hmm. A
2: technical foul is two grand for the first sixteen. Oh yeah! Once you, once you get to sixteen technical fouls, it goes up to five grand,
1: and you really? get you get uh, suspended. Yeah, yeah. Rasheed guys- Wallace—that happened to him a lot.
0: <laughs> uh, so, do you guys think that they actually have to write a check, or their team just takes it out of their paycheck for them?
2: That's what I. That's what I started talking about. That that uh, I pretty sure I read while I was doing this research was that Draymond Green actually has it written into his contract. So I think he has some sort of stipend for technical fouls because he gets so many of them. Which,
1: yeah. which I absolutely love that. I mean, hes yeah. I can't stand him, but I love that he had that put into his contract to take care of that. How That's is awesome. it
0: that he does, he does not have the name
1: Kicker Green by now?
0: <laughs> I, I mean,
1: he's I know, picked more he's...
0: guys in the nuts than anyone in NBA history. I'm well, him and Grayson
1: Allen should talk about their techniques because both of them are nut kickers. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm.
0: So good question there, Maestro. I think you were spot on with what we were hoping for.
1: Oh, cool. That was real that was really good. I I don't want to follow that because mine's gonna be such a disappointment. Just All like right, let's Chiefs. hear it, coach. All right, so mine is football. <laughs> and um so what the, the <laughs> <laughs> part part one of fifteen. Part I'll one of seventy two. <laughs> Okay. No, actually there's just one. What is one? Does anybody know? Do you know this rule? There is a rule in the NFL that can get your quarterbacks disqualified from the game, but not for anything that they did in the game. Uh, Do you know this rule? It's it, a weird rule. Deflating footballs. Nope. Uh, I have no idea. Okay, so
0: is it is it if their name is Roy?
1: Roy. Actually, yes. Roy if it's Roy, you're out. No, the rule is if your third string quarterback comes in before the fourth quarter at any point, the first two quarterbacks are completely disqualified from the game. That also includes mm-hmm. if your third string quarterback comes into the game but even not as quarterback. Let's like, say he comes in and lines up at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He is now your quarterback of record, the other two are disqualified from the game.
2: Kind of like, it's almost play. like pitching.
1: Yeah. So like, I feel like this, I, I didn't have enough time to to research it, but I feel like this did happen in an NFL game where the third string quarterback came in mm-hmm. and uh, the other two were completely, because it was before the fourth quarter. So once he enters the game, he is your quarterback of record. The other two cannot come back in. Wow.
0: Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, our, our listeners are going to certainly appreciate you didn't take the time to look that up and give them something actually accurate.
1: <laughs> I Every thought that time was I, interesting.
0: Yeah, no, it was interesting. It was a good uh, good little question, good little detail. there. Every time I hear third string quarterback, my mind just starts going, Bubby Brister, Bubby Brister. <laughs> I don't know why. All right, so here's mine. I, I was looking at some of the biggest blown calls in all sports, and one of them was the infamous fifth down. In nineteen ninety when Colorado yes. was given five downs against, to score. Who were they Missouri, playing? Right.
1: Oh, there it, it is. is. It's against Missouri. <laughs> that was the question. I'm so I thought <laughs> Missouri. I'm so, Wait, I'm so Missouri. Sorry. I thought I was gonna help you out with who I was gonna say, Oh yeah, it was against Missouri. What's your question? But that was the mm-hmm. question.
0: Uh, How many downs were there? Five. Uh, I'll tell you, again, in my one day of being a referee, I will tell you I lost track of the down at least 30 times across eight pickup games. (laughs) Okay, one one other one then. Okay, the very first, you might even get this one, Coach, very first instant replay play happened with what two teams? Just get one of the two teams.
1: Oh, it was the Browns and the Bears.
0: That's right. I was watching (laughs) that game, 1986. There's nothing medium
2: about that. And quit, I know. Quit teeing up questions for Coach in this Cleveland
1: bullshit. <laughs> How would you think that he, I would know that? I just remember that because the announcers made such a big deal. That's the first instant replay. That's right. The Browns are there. And it was like a play on the left. It was like a, a touchdown. In the, in the end zone, right? Yes. It was
0: like the snap went past McMahon and uh, Al Gross, the safety, recovered it in the end zone and the Jesus. instant replay confirmed that he was inbounds. All right, oh. I'm going to bed. Uh, i'll tell i'll tell you this though and there's a reason why i wanted to to bring that up that actual game uh actually plays a role in next week's episode of pete brown says my other podcast which is not for medium fans but it's a little preview if you want to check it out i'm going to talk a little bit about that very game
1: oh you really oh i can't wait
0: all right that is trivia that was good times all right guys that brings us to our Final,
1: final thoughts. thoughts. Final
0: thoughts. Final thoughts. And coach, you are on the. This has been the all coach all star episode. You are on it. Let's hear it.
1: A lot, and boy, that's not. It's not good. Okay, so my final thought uh, has to do with some uh, another topic that's been in football for the past month, and it's all it's all about the the transfer portal in which I was texting you guys and it's all about the portal, which first of all, I'm going to make my comment and say, where the hell did that comment or that term ever come? Because kids have been transferring from one college to the next for years. They never called it the damn transfer portal, which as BMSC pointed out, it's literally somebody uh, people take a, a, spreadsheet, screenshot of, right? a spreadsheet on someone's computer. It's just a spreadsheet yeah. that people get listed on. But my thought on this was, about how rampant it is, like how many people are transferring and how, how quickly uh, these players are moving from one place to the next. And I did a little research and it only, it, between 2011 and 2014, out of all of the three-star to five-star quarterbacks that went to a Division one college, 50% transferred before they got to their senior year. So h- over, I mean, half of them never finished with the school they were at. And I kind of have a, a, a an opinion or a thought of why. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with this. I don't know if it's coddling or if it's that every kid expects to be the next great. Everyone goes to a place to expect to play in the NFL and that they're going to be the greatest quarterback ever. And when it doesn't immediately come to them, they kind of give up and they decide, nope, I'm not going to do it. I want to go somewhere where it's going to be easier. And they move on.
2: Hmm. You think that or it's also just like – you go there not knowing who's gonna who your competition's gonna be or who fits see, into and, the system. And, and,
1: and, and see, that's my other that's my other thing too. I also on the flip side of that coin, I blame these coaches because they relentless. They have to. It's kind of a catch twenty two, but but they they have to recruit as many great players as they can. But sometimes yeah. they over recruit these quarterbacks. Like yeah. you have you have you have to recruit four. Well, they want to them so get- that nobody else gets them, right? Right. But then you have to recruit four to get one, and then those other three are stuck at that school. Yeah, and and you don't have guys like Matt Castle anymore that sit for four years and then end up getting the NFL. That just doesn't happen. These yeah. guys have to get out and play, and I I just I don't know. Like it's 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 crazy how often it's happening now. Like Tate Martell, who left Ohio State to go to Miami, and but like what you just said that. The- Maybe it's always been happening. We're just seeing it now. now see, now. that's I did. There some was research. no spreadsheet. I did some research on that, and prior to uh, prior to like I think it was 1997, like 15 percent of quarterbacks were transferring. Like most guys decided to stick it out, and that's why you had a lot of guys that that only got to play one or two years, their junior yeah. or senior year. They weren't starting their freshman year. But now it's like if you're good, you're starting.
0: Yeah, I, I would say by the end of your sophomore year, if you're like a third string guy and you, you know, you're not going to, I offer them transferring go Absolutely. To a school, you yes. know, but you know, it's um,
2: happening in the pros too. I mean, there used to be a time where you, even if you were a top draft pick, you were sitting the first few years until you've, you learned the way, the way of the game. And now these guys are rookies, you know?
0: Seems like they all start out saying we're going to sit this guy, and then by the third game, they're like, "We're going to give uh, him some playing. experience." Yes. You know? But Bernie Kosar sat out his first year with the Browns.
2: Yes, he did. How many years did Brady sit out till he got his chance? I mean, Drew Bledsoe. Uh, Bra- played- Brady, who? Brady. I mean, Drew Bledsoe was the starter there, right? And he he mm-hmm. had got hurt. That's Just right. two years. If it, I'd say it's his
1: first or second year, he jumped in.
0: Yeah, and, and think about that, two thousand one. Belichick, when Bledsoe was ready to come back, made the call that he was sticking with Brady. I still think that's one of the ballsiest coaching oh. calls of all time.
2: Imagine if Drew oh Bledsoe God. never got hurt.
1: Right? But, I mean, there's so... But, you know, like, so, I mean, one of the things, the last thing I'll say is, like, they're talking about, like, these five-star recruits. So, like, every time you hear of, like, a, a Joe Burroughs who just transferred from Ohio State and did great at LSU, there's guys like Gunnar Keel. Do you remember a Gunnar Keel?
0: Love me some Gunner Keel.
1: Gunner Keel, he played at Notre Dame. He was a five-star recruit the same year Jameis Winston was. Both top line. Actually, more people thought Gunner Keel was going to be a better quarterback. Went to Notre Dame, lost his job, uh, transferred to Cincinnati, and then he lost his job at Cincinnati. So he, wow. so, so for every Joe Burrows, there's probably ten guys that that yeah. don't that don't click. So I don't know. I just think it's a fascinating concept that. Um, and listen. I'm imagining Gunnar
0: Keel right now with a tear rolling down his cheek as he listens to this no, episode. No, I was going
1: to say Gunner Keel, is,
2: <laughs> he's in the FBI, and he's, he can surf. <laughs> Johnny Utah, Johnny, And he played at Ohio State. I mean, my dad gave me, he said, Gunner, with a name like Gunner, you can be a quarterback or you can be a cop. Take your pick. There's a, there's a movie there. There's a total movie.
0: I think you could also be an avant-garde German artist.
2: <laughs>
1: ah, gonna kill. <laughs> gonna kill. Uh, all
0: right. So, uh, Coach, I, I, I can't, I'm going to try and summarize your final thought, and you tell me if I got it. One, calling the spreadsheet a portal is dumb. <laughs> yes. Two, way more guys transfer now than they used to. And three, sometimes that's okay, and sometimes it's not.
1: Damn, that, that is the best summary I've ever heard. All right. Very good. Well done. All right,
0: everybody. Well, this is officially a throwback sports Wednesday because we're approaching one hour runtime. So I'm going to, I'm going to just hand it off to Maestro here to play us off. Coach, you are talking it?
1: Yeah. Get your David Blatt bobblehead, look him right in the eye and say, damn, that was a really long episode and pat him on the head because sports Wednesday is finally done. Gunner Keel.
0: Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites Audionautics.com and Freesound.org. Visit SportsWednesday.com for complete attribution.